It's Mike on the mic again for another episode of the Pocket Knife Podcast. Every weekday morning at 5 o'clock, my phone alarm wakes me. If I get my eyes open wide enough and focused enough before shutting the musical tone off, I could read Go Run on the screen. I seldom read the words, but I almost without fail do what they say. I stumble back to the back of the house, step into the garage where my running gear is stored, pull on shorts, a shirt, a pair of shoes, and whatever else current weather conditions demand, and then I go run. Most days, I run three or four miles. Occasionally, I throw in a five-miler or a 10K. I nearly always follow the same route, varying the initial direction from day to day, time to time, whatever suits my fancy. Whether I take the loop clockwise or counterclockwise, I run out and around and end up in the place where I started. Some days I feel good from the get-go and feel better and better as time goes on. Other days I feel sluggish and hate every minute I'm out. Thankfully, the good days outnumber the bad. I'm not sure if I'd keep going if it was the other way around. At the end of each morning's outing, I stop my GPS watch and save the workout. If it's not on Garmin Connect, if it's not on Strava, it didn't happen. Occasionally, when I'm bored or curious, I pull out my phone and look at the data the watch's app has compiled for me. As I record late in 2022, I can see I've covered just over 800 miles on foot in the past 12 months. I've taken more than 400,000 steps every month since May this year. The months before that, I was in the 200 to 300,000 step range. A while back, I stumbled upon another bit of info Garmin dubiously supplies. I say dubiously because the measurement they report, VO2 max, is a complicated scientific thing which a watch worn on my wrist day by day can't really measure. You see, you need a treadmill, a breathing tube, an EKG, and all sorts of other gadgets connected to your body in order to get a real VO2 max measurement. Still, I find it interesting to look at, so I peek from time to time. Today, my VO2 max is 52. The 5 and 2 sit on my screen just above the word superior. Now you know why I visit this stat frequently. The other thing the screen tells me is this, and I quote, Your VO2 max is in the top 5% of your age and gender. Your fitness age is 20. I will tell you this. I never feel like I'm 20. I could sprint when I was 20. I don't dare do that now. I'd pull something. I could jump back then. I can kind of hop if I want to now. I seldom want to. It sends me to the chiropractor far too often. I am not, after all, 20. In my mid-50s, I've likely lived more than half the years God will give me. I'm recording this episode almost a month before it will go live. I'm not expecting to die soon, but I could be gone before it posts. Only God knows how much more time I have. My life is in His hands. Even with the supposed fitness of a 20-something, I will live for as long as he sustains me, and not a moment more. Moses wrote a song which urges thoughts of the fleeting nature of life upon each person. Psalm 90 speaks of the difficulties we each face during our brief lifespan. Listen to the law receiver's words. Lord, you have been our dwelling place throughout all generations. Before the mountains were born, or you brought forth the whole world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. 
you turn people back to dust, saying, Return to dust, you mortals. A thousand years in your sight are like a day that has just gone by, or like a watch in the night. Yet you sweep people away in the sleep of death. They are like the new grass of the morning. In the morning it springs up new, but by evening it is dry and withered. We are consumed by your anger and terrified by your indignation. You have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your presence. All our days pass away under your wrath. We finish our years with a moan. Our days may come to seventy years or eighty if our strength endures, yet the best of them are but trouble and sorrow, for they quickly pass and we fly away. If only we knew the power of your anger. Your wrath is as great as the fear that is your due. Teach us to number our days, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Relent, Lord. How long will it be? Have compassion on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your unfailing love, that we may sing for joy and be glad all our days. Make us glad for as many days as you have afflicted us, for as many years as we have seen trouble. May your deeds be shown to your servants, your splendor to their children. May the favor of the Lord our God rest on us. Establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. We would do well to pay attention to Moses' words and number our days. They will be few. From cradle to grave, no matter how many years we draw breath, our life is but a flash in the pan. Knowing this, the wise man sets his heart on knowing God. The knowing woman sets her mind on receiving his direction. It is foolishness to imagine yourself immortal when, at the end of life, you will face God and give an account for your days. Number those days. If tomorrow you die, do you want to sin today? If your passing is an hour away, don't you want to do the good God has given you in those 60 minutes? If you have only 1,000 breaths left, what will you say while they slip from your lungs, one after another after another? I close with these words from the writer, most likely the wisdom receiving King Solomon, of Ecclesiastes. Chapter 7, verse 2. It is better to go to a house of mourning than to a house of feasting, for death is the destiny of everyone. The living should take this to heart. 20,573. That's how many days I've lived so far, at least on the day that this episode goes live. If I'm still living. God teach us to number our days, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. That I know we've come to the end of the show. See you next time.